Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to r slash Am I Wrong, where OP's husband goes on a honeymoon vacation with his mother. Our next Reddit post is from Dream of Healing. My husband went on vacation with his mom and left me and our two kids at home. Am I wrong for being upset? My husband went on a full week-long vacation with his mom to a tropical island that's known for honeymooning. And I'm at home with a two-year-old and a four-year-old with a very high-stress job. I'm currently the high earner in the family. By a lot. His response when I told him that I didn't want him to go on the trip was that I could come too. Okay, well, who's going to take care of the kids? His answer was, my parents, as if it's that simple. My parents already watch them every day while we work, so that would be a lot to ask. I'm currently going through a lot with my mental health, and I started seeing a therapist. That's another reason why this is a very challenging time for him to just up and go on a vacation. Being in survival mode while your significant other is on vacation is not easy. The first night of the vacation, my son was FaceTiming his dad to say goodnight. My son asked for a tour of the hotel room. As he's... <laughs> I should have seen this coming. As my husband is showing the room, I noticed there is one king bed. He said they were told they could get an upgrade with a better view, but it was a king bed instead of two doubles. I immediately was so bothered. It already feels like they're on a honeymoon, and now they're sharing a bed? I need advice to know if I'm crazy for being upset or if this is unhealthy behavior. Also, OP adds some clarifying context. I've seen his mom on Facebook multiple times during the vacation, so I know that he's not secretly there with another girl. Also, my husband and his mother split the cost of the trip 50-50. Alright guys, I love my mom. I'm close with her. I visit her, you know, on Thanksgiving, Christmas, all the big major holidays. She comes over to see my daughter and my wife pretty frequently. So I have a good relationship with my mom. But the idea of going on a week-long honeymoon-style vacation with my mom and only my mom where we share the same bed? Uh-uh. No. No thank you. I could see inviting my mom if it were like a big family vacation where it was me, my wife, my daughter, and then my mom also came along and, 
and she brought her husband, then that could be, you know, just like a big family trip. But just me and her together? No. Sleeping in the same bed? No. I don't think so. So, (laughs) I don't necessarily want to begrudge people who are so close to their parents that they're comfortable having a week-long vacation with them, but it's definitely not my cup of tea, and I'm guessing that for most listeners out there, it's not their cup of tea either. And even if it is your cup of tea, why would you abandon your wife randomly with no no heads up, no warning during a mental health crisis while she's stressed about work and kids? Come on, man. Please put your wife in front of your mom. Am I wrong to not sleep at a house with a bunch of 23-year-old girls? I'm a 40-year-old male with a wife and a small child. I drive about 40 minutes each way to and from work from our house in a smaller town in the city in Wisconsin. A few weeks ago, we had a giant snowstorm that turned our roads and everything white. It was so bad that my clinic actually closed a few hours early. In the six years that I've been there, that was the first time that's actually happened. One of our receptionists is a 23-year-old finishing her last year of college. She was nice enough to invite me to crash at her place only 10 minutes away from where we work. She and her roommates were planning on getting smashed during a bad B-movie marathon since everything was closed. Now, I'm a chubby, balding, middle-aged man with a mediocre job and a personality that many would describe as an acquired taste. There was pretty much zero chance of anything unseemly happening. But I preferred to just avoid it altogether rather than risk even the appearance of something fishy going on. So instead, I did my usual 40-minute drive home doing 25 miles per hour on the normally 70-mile-per-hour interstate with questionable at best tires. It took me an hour and a half to get home, but I made it. My wife was scared for me, but happy that I made it home. A couple days ago, I told her about the offer that one of my coworkers made for me to crash at her place and why I declined. My wife said that she would have much preferred that I was someplace safe rather than having to worry about me making it home alive. I asked her if she wasn't worried about me spending the night with a bunch of girls in their 20s and she did this kind of laugh, snort, and just walked away. That hurt my pride a little bit, I'll admit. So was I wrong to not take up my coworker's offer to crash at her place for the night? Alright, OP, hold on. In your defense, when your wife did that laugh, snort, I think that you're interpreting that as like, no chance my husband would ever have a shot with pretty girls. But based on this post and like the kind of vibes I'm getting from this, you seem like a really wholesome, caring, considerate person. So maybe your wife did that laugh snort because she knows deep down there's just no chance of you ever wanting to cheat on her. (laughs) I mean, you literally had a scenario where you could have tried to cheat at least and instead you're like, no, I think I'll risk my life for an hour and a half instead. I wouldn't feel bad about this, OP. I think what you did is reasonable. And based on what I'm reading in this story, you sound like a sweet guy. Our next Reddit post is from Chimney. My wife told me that I'm replaceable. I'm a 30-year-old man, and I've been married to my wife, who's 29, for two years, and we've known each other for six. A few weeks ago, we had an argument, and during our disagreement, she told me that I'm replaceable. After our argument, she went out with her friends. I've been dealing with some health problems for a while, and the argument stressed me out, leaving me nervous and unwell. I was alone in the house, and decided to call the paramedics because I felt that something was really wrong. To sum it up, I suffered a heart attack. Yo, hold on, a heart attack? OP is 30 years old and he has a heart attack? Jeez. 
In the hospital, they tried to reach my wife, but she didn't respond, likely because she was still upset from our argument. She called later after coming home when she found out that I wasn't there. After learning of my condition, she came to see me and stayed with me the entire time, constantly crying and holding my hands. After being sent home, she did everything so I could recover faster. However, despite her efforts, I couldn't stop thinking about how she had told me that I'm replaceable. I constantly think about it. I want to confront her about it, but I don't think that I'm ready. Then OP adds some clarifying context. We have no kids. I have genetic health problems, and external factors also contribute to my health problems. I have a higher salary than her, so I mostly pay the bills or buy things for our home. I mostly cook and clean. She does these things too, but mostly me. Probably like 60-40 splits. She isn't actively trying to kill me. I hope so, at least. I don't know if she has another guy on the side. Then, OP posted an update. I've decided to separate for a month. We'll go to a counselor and speak maybe one to two times a week. If she cares about me, she'll accept it and do everything she can to improve our relationship and our marriage. If she starts playing around, going out on dates, or if I suspect her of cheating, I'll end it. There won't be any forgiveness or second chances. OP, my vote is that you replace her with someone who actually cares about you and treats you with respect. Then, down in the comments, we have this story from Pretty Pandemonium. My husband once said to me, wives are replaceable, mothers are not. My mom will always win. Within the year, our nine-year marriage collapsed. The context was finding out how deeply involved his mother was in our marriage arguments and decisions. We weren't arguing, but having a discussion about how it wasn't right to basically have a third person in the marriage, that it was supposed to be between the two of us. The way I found out was during a discussion about investments we'd made, I got up from the table that we were talking at and found his phone on the counter with mom showing on the screen. He had called her and had her listen in on our discussion so that he could talk to her after we were done. I disconnected the call without comment and she called back immediately. He vehemently argued that I was in the wrong to do that and said that basically it was he and his mom against me and I'd always lose. He said this while she was on the phone listening in. It was like a gut punch. It opened my eyes to a lot of the little things that eventually led to filing for divorce. He was stunned. His mom called me immediately and said, you can't do that. Well, yeah, I can and I did. And as a petty move, I also served his mother divorce papers. That way, she could be involved in the divorce, lol. $50 well spent in my opinion. She came to our hearing, and she was so vocal about what she thought was right or wrong that the judge ordered her out of the courtroom, lol. He's her full-time problem now. They've been living together since the separation, and she's miserable about it. They deserve each other. Am I wrong for being blindsided by a friend's birthday dinner costing me $1,100? So, a birthday dinner for a friend costs $540 per person. My wife and I were invited to a major city to celebrate a friend's 40th birthday. There were only two days in the schedule that we could attend because of my work schedule. We went to a fancy dinner, and we expected it to be over-the-top and expensive because it's their 40th birthday and they have high-paying jobs and like to splurge. We met everyone at dinner at a fancy restaurant and found out that it was a family-style six-course meal. When the check came, our friend's wife put it all on her card and we assumed the bill would be split up afterwards. We knew that it would be expensive, but we were okay with it. We went out for drinks after, slept at our hotel, and drove back the next day. 
Today, our friend's wife messaged us the total. Minus tax and gratuity, split between the 13 of us was $540 per person. Me and my wife really thought more like $300 total for both of us based on the quality of the food. I'm pretty offended that it was not communicated ahead of time that this meal was going to be an effing mortgage payment. What do I do here? Yo, hold up. What is the math on this? 540 times 13 people is $7,000 for dinner. I have to wonder if this was really the price of each person or if the wife is just trying to scam people out of money. Down in the comments, everyone is speculating that this is from really expensive wine, and OP clarifies that he did see some bottles of wine come out, but he and his wife had two cocktails each. Then OP posted an update. We ended up texting the host that we were very surprised by the total price and asked to see a copy of the receipt. To her credit, she sent it right away. It confirmed the minimum price for the table and that others in the group had ordered very expensive wine and drinks that brought the overall bill up and above the minimum. Me and my wife added up our total, which hilariously comes up to $666. So that's what we're sending them, approximately $430 less than what they initially requested. And then the top comment from Ascostia is 666, the mark of the feast. Am I wrong for reporting a high school student for stealing, resulting them in losing out on scholarships? I ordered an item with a price tag of $2,200. I have camera footage of the theft. I brought it to the attention of the parents and they ignored it. The only way to get a replacement was by filing a police report. Three months later, the cops completed the investigation and they did arrest and charge my neighbor's child. So now, my community and the parents are telling me that I ruined the future of a child over $2,200. The kid in question is 17 years old. The cop who took my report off the record did recommend that I drop the issue since this would fall under a felony and it would really screw up this kid's life. Was I wrong because I wanted my item back? Yo, even the cop told you to just drop it? I have to wonder if he was actually on the kid's side here or if he was just being lazy. Like, oh, I don't want to file a report. I don't want to investigate a crime. It's going to take us three months to knock on the door. Yo, they had footage. How did it take them three months to investigate if there's camera footage of the theft? So what is everyone here expecting you to do? Just give this kid $2,200 and just, just accept it, I guess. Let's be super clear, OP. You didn't ruin this kid's life over $2,200. He ruined his life over $2,200. Maybe he shouldn't be a dirty thief. Also, F those parents. They could have easily solved this situation by giving back the item or paying you the money, but they didn't, so screw them. That was r slash am I wrong. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.